You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? First of all, I've rebranded to Uncle Kiwi, so how dare you call me Wheels. Yeah. Uncle Kiwi, who hates all nieces I did, and nephews. I told you, I, 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 you weren't there. I did I did refer to myself as Uncle Kiwi to your kids. They, I think they thought I was a creep. Yeah, uh, thought. Yeah, confirmed. <laughs> By the way, uh, my, my brother Sammy refers to nephews and nieces collectively as nibblings. Is that a real word, or did he invent that? Okay. It, he made that up, but it's not bad. I do think there needs to be a cumulative word for nephews and nieces. Some countries, and our guest who we'll speak to in a minute, I think speaks a lot of language. So they, they could probably answer this question better than, you know, two dummies who basically barely speak English can. Um, but I think there, ne- there definitely needs to be a word for, uh, I, I'm going to guess German has a word for that. Like there has to be a word for, you know, you have an uncle or an aunt. I guess there's no overall word for uncle slash aunt. But there's definitely no word for niece slash nephew. But nibblings is good. Sammy's English is very questionable, <laughs> famously. He moved overseas and became the first expat I've ever met who somehow forgot <laughs> English, even though I think he only speaks English to his wife. But uh, nibblings, I'll give Sammy that. Yeah, and you live in a country where they don't even have a word for niece and nephew, which is kind of insane at all. Yeah, I, as Ben Dode. Yeah, ben you, Dode. you call them a son or a, or a daughter of an uncle or an aunt. Which is very yeah ridiculous. no. But what, first of all, there's not even a word in, in modern Hebrew. There's not even really a word for um, for the difference between like uh, toes and and yeah. And I, it's funny. Foot. I was about to give that example also. Toes and fingers. Yeah. There's no word if you like. I didn't even say foot. Like when somebody when I broke my foot when I broke my foot last month or two months ago, I just I, like I just said I broke my regal like my my leg. So I think people like thought it was a much better injury than it than it actually was. Yeah, I got much you didn't more tell sympathy, them the story. You know, a, bro- a broken leg is a much bigger deal than a stupid broken foot, which, by the way, still hurts. Thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's jump right into it this week. Uh, you and I have been discussing the state of the world, how well things are going, and we decided, you know, there really hasn't been a world war in quite a long time. Mm. So why don't we play, you know, our, whatever small role we can in fomenting another one, possibly causing strife and conflict, and at the very least, this podcast is sure to get canceled by this episode. <laughs> Oh yeah, this could be it. Yeah. This could get canceled, or this could this episode could be deleted by like Friday morning, like yeah. right after it goes up. This could for sure. This could join a couple other illustrious episodes. <laughs> getting the delete. Yeah. Now uh, it was going to be worse than it's going to be now. Like the initial mm-hmm. plan was. So we'll we'll get right into. This. So basically, you and I are going to decide which country is the king or queen 
or, or non-gender mm-hmm. specific leader of Europe. Mm-hmm. And originally yes. our goal was let's rank all 50 countries in Europe yeah, and, or, or 51 really. And then I said to you, you know, this is kind of a bad idea because if we go out and say explicitly that Moldova is like 49th, then we're really pissing off the Moldovans. Whereas if we do it as a tournament, then maybe Moldova is actually like the third best country in Europe. It just ran into, you know, the second best in the first round. Right. It just means you're not number one. Losing yeah. the only thing losing means. Although I guess if you lose to someone who loses, someone who loses, someone who loses. Well, it's all about in theory. The you could get knocked down to five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's a long way of saying, or, or not saying, but let's get to it. This week we are going to determine the uh, 2019 champion of Europe. So uh, every country in Europe has entered a bracket, and we were going to see who wins. What is the best country in Europe? That is the question today. Yeah, that's what we're going to solve. By the end of this, we will know definitively what yeah. is the best country in Europe. But we now, you and I are clearly experts on Europe. We've been to every country in Europe. Yeah, if you want to know what anything about Europe, I'd say I've spent cumulatively max one week in Europe in my life. I've been to a lot of countries, but always for like one day or like a Pearl Jam concert. I've spent more than that, but not much. I'm under yeah. a month total. So the point is mm-hmm. that we probably need a guest who has a little bit more uh, expertise. We've also never played in the NFL, but we know a lot about the <laughs> NFL. You know, true. you don't have to be there in 2019. True, that's true. But also, I mean, we need, if for no other reason than when we're doing a tournament, we need somebody to break ties. So either way, we yes. need a guest today. Yeah, you need an odd number. Yeah. Now, so who do we have as a guest? Why don't you introduce our guest, Keith? Okay, so I th- so when we thought of this, we figured like when we did this for states a couple years back, we had Antonio Mazzaro uh, to sort of balance out our East Coast bias and break the ties. Uh, and he's like an all-American guy, so I figured like who's the most? Is there such a concept as all European? I don't know, but I figured this was like the most all-European person I know. So our our friend. Wow. Fr- our friend from the RHAP world, Pia. Uh, I don't even have your last name in front of me. Vera, Vera Lonin, I think, is Vera Linen. I don't, I don't have it. Vera Linen. Yeah, Vera okay, Linen. I was pretty good, especially considering I'm not even looking at it. Uh, Pia, Pia, can <laughs> you give us your Euro CV for a second, please? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a Finn. Hello, everyone. I'm a Finn. I grew up in Finland, but I live in Hamburg, Germany, work everywhere. Uh, worldwide, but mostly in Europe. And at the moment, I'm on the Canary Islands. So I think I do qualify. Oh, wow. I'm looking forward to... Chester, do you know what country the Canary Islands are in? Uh, No, I do not. not. All right. That's why Pia's here. Is it it part of the United Kingdom? (laughs) It's part of Spain, right? Oh, Spain? Yes. Spain, yes. Okay. Canary Islands are located off the coast of Africa, across from Morocco, if you know where Morocco is. Mm -hmm. So I'm basically in Africa, so I can diss everyone in Europe. Maybe they won't let me back in then, but I'll do my press. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Looking forward to starting. But, but Pia, you know, uh, and I think a lot of our interactions on Twitter have sort of been to sort of this idea of like, Americans know very little about Europe. Oh, if, yes. if I want to be mean, I say like, you know, if you follow uh, uh, European football, like the guys on Manchester United don't know the players on Yeovil That's how Americans act towards towards European countries. I am sure this was a great, great, great way of putting it. However, <laughs> <laughs> don't, Pia, but nobody have, understood that reference. Don't worry. No, oh, oh, I'm glad to, I'm glad to but, hear that. Thank you. But <laughs> like Chester's one of our best. Like Chester, they let him into like the best school. He doesn't even know where the Canary Islands are. He's never heard of them. You could imagine yeah. what the, you could imagine what the dumb what Americans the know about. Wasn't Europe. it a place that they'd send? 
uh, not Napoleon, but it was some, it was like it was a prison that they sent people to, wasn't it? No, that was Elba, my love. That was Elba. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we get to this. Canary Islands is where Columbus started his journey to discover you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> You guys? Who are you calling? You guys? <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what, what, what passport do you? Have? I don't think our relatives. I don't think our relatives were were uh, were there yet. Probably yeah. not. Speaking of our Probably relatives, not. Akiva, uh, our relatives yeah. uh, came from a number of countries in today's bracket, but uh, yes. for some reason are no longer there. So, <laughs> no, none of our relatives are there. Yeah, I would say my immediate ancestry of countries we're going to talk about today. My grandmother, who I never met, died in 1976, was born in Vienna. Which I have been to. Which country up. is that in, Chester? Austria. Come on, give me a little. <laughs> oh, good Vienna's job. Yeah, it's pretty famous. I have been to Austria <laughs> again for a Pearl Jam concert, not to like visit any old like family. <laughs> I mean, we do uh, technically, I think, still own like a building there. They just probably won't give it to us, like our house. Oh, By the way, I think sure. visiting Several. Europe for the purpose of a Pearl Jam concert is like the most imperialistic American reason <laughs> to go to Europe possible. It's close. It really is close. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Akiva. So you have some Austrian heritage. What else? Well, that's I'm I'm really I'd have to go much further back. I think Wienerker ultimately might be Russian, but uh, you know. But other than that, I'm I'm American and famously I'm one quarter Canadian. But going back, I I think on the Wienerker side, I'm like many generations New Yorker. Well, what do you mean many generations? Nobody nobody from your family was in New York before. I think Ella Wienerker would probably be like six. You know, my great grandfather was a New York City bus driver. In what year? I feel like his dad. I mean, when were there buses? Couldn't have been too long ago, right? Yeah, that's true. true. Probably the 30s? Yeah. Were there buses um, in the 30s? All right, so let's know. see. So my my father's father's family, he sort of famously would never admit where he was from, the one who changed his name to Chester. But mm-hmm. um, we have actually, it's actually a, an interesting story how we found out where he's from. He, my, my grandmother, his wife, was was relatively short. And so my, my grandfather, who I'm named after, who changed his name to Chester, he was an artist and he designed a little stool for her to step on to look through the peephole to see when people were coming to the house when he wasn't home. And he designed on the top of the stool. Have I told the story before, by the way? No, I've never heard that. Uh, okay. He designed on the top of the step stool uh, sort of uh, an artistic design of the signs of the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. The, and this is a guy who, you know, again, claimed to be born in Canada, sometimes would joke and say he was born in England, which is why his name was Chester, but we know came from somewhere in Europe at some point in the early 20th century but uh, to Canada, but we never knew exactly from where. So fast forward um, many, many years, and I think in the 80s or maybe the early 90s or so, my parents were in the Museum of the Diaspora in Tel Aviv, and there's one room in that museum which has sort of little mock-ups, uh, little artistic representations of various synagogues from around the world. And in addition to that, they have... Uh, sort of a, a miniaturized version of the painting that's the relief that's on the ceiling from one old synagogue in Europe, and it's from the city of Chadardau, um or Chadarov, or Chadarov, or it's pronounced different ways, which was somewhere in between Ukraine and Poland, depending on when you were looking. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. and and my and my, my 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 family's name, my grandfather changed it from Chester or to Chester from Chadarkov. so we realized that he must have been from the city of Chadarov or Chadarov or Chadardau or whatever, and that's why his name yeah. is Chadarkov, because the reason I bring this up is because the design of that synagogue relief was identical to the design that he made on this stool 40 years later for his wife. Oh, cool. Oh, that that's cool. so cool. So, so he must have subconsciously had this image in his head from when he was a child, and so that's how we sort of determine where he's from. So, so, my, so that side of the family is from, you know, 
slash Ukraine or Poland, depending on, you know, what time of history you're looking at, you know, Western Ukraine or Eastern Poland. My, my grandmother, his wife is from Zhytomyr, which also is not too far away in Western Ukraine. Uh, my, my grandparents on my mother's side are from Lithuania, although my grandfather was born in Riga, which is the capital of Latvia, which is another Baltic state. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother was born in, in South Africa, but her family came from Lithuania. Um, so those are my countries, Lithuania, Latvia, Ukraine, Poland, I guess. That's very cool. Uh, all mm-hmm. competitors today. My last name means someone from Estonia, as in Estonian. Oh, Poland. another another Bal- Bal- Baltician, Baltesian. What's the term you yeah, use? Yeah, but no one knows if someone ah. actually came from Estonia. Maybe it was just a rumor or something, and someone picked up that name. It's, it comes from from Karelia, which is the very eastern part of, of, of Finland on the on the border to, to today's Russia. So maybe there are some some people coming from there. But yeah. Anyway. And you have and okay, so you've listed all the countries that you have a connection to, and I've listed mine, and, and Kiev has listed his. So let's jump right in. So um, now I've been getting calls all morning from diplomats asking me if various countries and and and, and declared <laughs> entities are going to be entered into this tournament. And so we have a very yeah, we have a very open mind as long as you are recognized by any other country, even if the country that recognizes you in and of itself is not recognized by any other country in the UN. You have an opportunity to be in our tournament. However, okay. if you're not if you're not recognized by the majority of UN states, you're going to have to play in a play-in matchup to get into the actual tournament. Ah, uh, okay. That's okay. This so is the Eurovision semifinal. Yes. So um, oh, we've, we've I thought, I thought this, you were going to make play FIFA rules, but then that uh, really knocks out the Vatican, which doesn't yeah. have soccer, yeah, <laughs> which has well, 800. Yeah. So the I way mean, we've done this on. is we've divi- I've divided it into regions uh, based on geography. So we have 12 countries in Northern Europe. 12 countries in Eastern Europe, 12 countries in Western Europe, and then 12 countries in Southern Europe. But really, we have more than 12 countries in Eastern Europe because we have all the play-ins of the various caucus countries and you know that are all going to try and make those seats. So we'll get to that in a second. But um, we're, So we're going to start... I thought we were going to do it by population. Yeah, and then and then within each group, it's the seeds are from one to twelve based on population. Oh, ah, okay, got it, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Now, now you are right. Some some regions are much stronger than others. You know, the total population of the western region is two hundred and thirty-four million. The total population of the southern region is just ninety-nine million because in the south wow. you have all like all the former Yugoslavians um, countries are all their own countries now, and so there's so you know in in let me right. put it this way in southern Europe the three seed is Bulgaria, which has just 7 million people. Whereas, you know, whereas the three seed in Western Europe is Spain, which has 48 million people. So yeah, so the, the southern region, uh, some might be calling a, a relatively weaker region, but I don't want to insult any of those countries, so I wouldn't say that. <laughs> so, yeah, not yet. Yeah. So let's, we're going to jump right into this. So we're going to start with the, with the play-ins in, in the European region. And the way I did this is... There's a number of countries that are in both Europe and Asia. Now, now famously, Turkey and Russia are literally, you know, the western parts of those countries are in Europe and the eastern parts are in Asia. I'm not talking about them. Turkey and Russia clearly have to be in this tournament. I'm talking about countries that, depending on your definition, could be in Europe or in Asia. When you look at list of countries in Europe, they're on the list. And if you look at list of countries in Asia, they're on the list. So, um, so these Eurasian countries have to win play-in matchups to get here. So first... To get in as the sixth seed in the Eastern European bracket, we have a matchup between Kazakhstan and Azerbaijan. So, Kiev, uh, what's your take on Kazakhstan versus Azerbaijan? Which is the better okay. country? Who gets to advance? Okay. Yeah, and and we're decide we're determining this as better. And 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 Alex, myself, and then Pia may have completely different, uh, and almost certainly will have completely different criteria. 
Um, uh, um, but I think so. My my history with the two countries is as follows: for Kazakhstan, I've seen the movie Bora, <laughs> and, yes. and, and for Azerbaijan. So when I worked uh, on the NBC Olympics, I worked. I was I did boxing. I did the statistics for boxing. Um, with Muhammad Ali's daughter. No, no, no brag. No big deal. Um, and um, I never was able to pronounce Azerbaijan. I, it was one of these like uh, words that get in your head that you absolutely can't pronounce it to the point where it was a joke in the room. Like, hey, Kiva, what's that country called again? And I, I was like, I would call it like Azerbaijan. Like I just I, the whole, you know, few weeks we were doing this, I could not pronounce it. Um, so Azerbaijan has embarrassed me publicly, whereas Kazakhstan is not. Therefore, Kazakhstan advances for me. Okay. Uh, now, I actually did some real research into all these countries, sh- shockingly. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Azerbaijan, did you know? That's cheating. The, the first democratic Muslim state in 1918, before it was subsumed by the USSR. Uh, mm-hmm. That's really all I know about Azerbaijan. Kazakhstan, um, you know, as you said, uh, most famous, unfortunately, for Americans, for, for Borat. Um, uh, you know, they, Although they their first see, pro- the, Bo- the Kazakhstan scenes in Borat were actually filmed in... Romania or something, no? Romania. Yeah, which yeah. is a plus for Kazakhstan because I think they thought Romania would look <laughs> would look worse. And that and Sasha Baron Cohen, like, I don't even think he stayed there. Like, I think he was, like, you know, stayed somewhere else or at least not in that, like, you know, village. Uh, so that's probably a plus for Kazakhstan. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Kazakhstan is the ninth biggest country in the world by area. It's yeah, very big. Yeah. Um, their, their first president... Um, their their only president uh, for a long time, uh, uh, Nazarbayev. He just resigned in March, just a couple months ago. Um, mm-hmm. In 1997, they moved their capital from Almaty to Astana. And this year, with Nazarbayev resigning, his first name is Nur Sultan. So they've actually renamed their capital city from Astana to Nur Sultan after their departing dictator. So Isn't this the guy who also named the months after his like mom and his sister and all that. He yeah, was amazing. So, yeah, no, so I think that's not Turkmenistan. Oh. I think that's Turkmenistan. P. Not even in Turkey. Oh, sure. So, Which is in but Asia, yeah. technically. So Kiva's yeah. voting for for, well, for for Kazakhstan because Azerbaijan embarrassed yes. him. I'm voting for Azerbaijan because, again, uh, you know, it was a democracy in 1918, whereas Kazakhstan is not a democracy in, in 2019. So I'm voting for, for, for Azerbaijan. So, Pia, you're going to have to be a tiebreaker in this first match. Break this tie. Listen. Kazakhstan are not in Europe. I'm so sorry. Anyone with a border <laughs> with China does I agree with you. But, ne- but neither so, is Azerbaijan. You know, this is, yeah, but they're more in Europe. Kazakhstan has a literal damn border with China. Come on. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so Kazakhstan, sorry. you get the boot. Sorry. So Azerbaijan advances, and Azerbaijan will be our, our sixth seed, actually. Um, Pia coming at us with facts. I don't know. This, yeah. this, this bodes well for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm just now. Yeah. Now for the for the <laughs> nine seed in that same region, we have another matchup between two countries that aren't really part of Europe, which is Georgia and Armenia. Now Georgia is going to become very involved in the next play-in because there's a bunch of parts of Georgia that think they're their own countries. We'll get to that in a second. Oh but Kiev, uh, Georgia versus Armenia. What's your take? Yeah, I mean, Armenia's got a quarter. I've been to the Armenian quarter, even though I've never been to <laughs> Armenia, Jerusalem. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. I, the Armenian corners is good. It's definitely, it's on the Mount yeah. Rushmore of quarters <laughs> in, yeah. in the Jerusalem, in the yeah. old city of Jerusalem. Okay. Uh, capital, I think, is Yerevan. It's got three million people. Georgia, my problem with Georgia is, I don't know, it confuses dummies like me. With the country and the Georgias. state. Yeah. And you're going to say, you. Pro- I bet Georgia, the country... Sort of came first, but didn't. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a new country. But yeah. I'm going to be an ugly American and say, like, 
I mean, I don't like the state Georgia that much. It's got Atlanta. I don't like the Atlanta Braves or the Atlanta Hawks or the Falcons. But I got to stand up for the U.S. and and knock Georgia out of this tournament. So I'm going with Armenia. Now, now here's the here's the plus side for Georgia. They had a golden age from the 11th to 13th centuries, during mm-hmm. the reign of King David the Fourth and Queen Tamar. Which, by the way, very Jewish names during their golden age. Um, but I think it's not ideal when your golden age was 800 years ago. True. Also working against Georgia. Everyone's golden age was 800 years ago. Yeah, the U.S.'s golden age was uh, was certainly not now. So uh, also Georgia, by the way, birthplace of Stalin. Uh, Another uh, negative on their side. But, um, you know, they did heroically try to turn to the West with the Rose Revolution in 2003. Of course, that led to Russia invading them in 2008. So um, I'm also going to vote for Armenia mostly because, you know, I've always sort of had a soft spot as a, as a Jew and a victim of uh, one genocide. <laughs> I'm victims of, uh, all, victims of all genocides. So uh, mm-hmm. the Armenians survived the Turks. I didn't even, uh, we didn't even factor our, the Ameri- America's greatest, you know, first family is Armenian. I, that's a big deal. Well, this is, this is something I wanted to bring up as a minus. I mean... Uh, what? Kardashians? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a Probably plus. A good point. <laughs> they are greatest. They are they are greatest export. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Georgians have lovely wine, so my vote would have been for Georgia. But right. I see I've been you know yeah. overruled here. Yeah. Now I, I do want to uh, point out one other thing, which is there is one country in the UN, one UN state that does not recognize Armenia. If either oh. one of you can guess it, <laughs> why well, it have to be Turkey, right? No, it's it's Pakistan. Pakistan um, has supported ever since the Nagorno-Karabakh War. Pakistan has supported Azerbaijan and therefore does not recognize Armenia. Now, Kiev, I obviously am an expert on the Nagorno-Karabakh War, but for those who aren't, can you uh, bring us up to date? Oh no! <laughs> Are you telling me that Azerbaijan have recognized Armenia? But yeah, but Pakistan the, the ones is exactly who were actually a part of that war. Yeah, exactly. And Turkey. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's but brilliant. Pa- pa- that is brilliant. Yeah, Pakistan is to the right of Azerbaijan. They can hold a grudge, to... I guess. Pakistan. Okay. Wow, that's that's a that's interesting note in their favor if we ever rank the Asian countries, which definitely will not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, think too, yeah. I think that's even more country. All right, so Armenia so, is going to advance as the nine seed yeah. in Europe. So we have a six seed Azerbaijan, a nine seed Armenia. By the way, if they match up some uh, later on in that bracket, that would be interesting. Oh, we could get some real grudge matches. Oh, that's, that's one of the yeah. best parts. Yeah. We'll, We're gonna have a lot of matchups we'll, of countries that went to war with each other, Pia. We'll yeah. advance Nagorno-Karabakh then. Now, th- this is where <laughs> things are going to get complicated because the 12 seed in the uh, Eastern European region, there are many, many, many countries and pseudo countries competing for that 12 spot for the last oh, okay. seed. So we have plans, we have plans to the plans, and then we have plans to the plans. Why don't you just like plans. name like all the countries and we'll pick? Because I already exactly. I already yeah, realized this might be like I'm already like oh am I gonna have to like email Pia and Chester midway through this podcast and say I think we have to do part two next time. <laughs> exactly. I don't even know how Let's, we finished this. By the way, it's great Come how on. we started with the things that no one's heard of to really turn off all the listeners. Well, I not think, I think like, Azerbaijan yeah. and Kazakhstan was like a very good opener. Yeah, People got hot, hot takes right. on that. Okay, yeah, so then I'm, I'm not even. I actually did research on these. I'm not even gonna get into it, Keith. I'm just gonna ask you to pick yeah. a name. Uh, okay, Transnistria sure. or South Ossetia? Who who do you have winning? South Ossetia, I've heard of, so I'm gonna go with that. It's like by the Crimean Sea or something, right? Okay, so South Ossetia. Uh, I mean, these are all. Uh, so South Ossetia is only recognized by five UN states: Russia, oh, yeah. Nicaragua, Venezuela, are now furious yeah, 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 yeah. Morale, and Syria. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's not. 
Yeah, everyone else considers it part of Georgia and considers it Russian occupied. So that's how pick, I, I consider it. Yeah, but okay, so you picked South Ossetia. That's fine. Now, mm-hmm. Abkhazia or the Republic of Artsakh, which is also known as the Nagorno Karabakh Republic, which is the name of that war. I mean, I've before. never even we heard of them. Whatever you want. <laughs> we need to have Nagorno Karabakh in there. If okay, we are with... advancing Armenia and Azerbaijan. Oh, this is going to be I'm, brilliant. I'm with Pia. Okay, so we got a strong. <laughs> and you're right. I think fine, we so. are maybe in the weeds to start here. We <laughs> might be losing, losing people <laughs> who want to hear about France. Okay. Now, who is going yes. to advance? Here's the big question: Who is going to advance between between South Ossetia and the and the Republic of Artsakh? The two that we just picked. <laughs> I say Nagorno Karabakh. All right, I'll go with yeah. Pia here, but don't yeah. expect uh, don't expect a full championship. I, this may be as far as it could go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, who is going to advance between the Republic of Artsakh and Kosovo? Oh, Kosovo. Now these are yeah. Again, these are all regions Sorry. that are not recognized by by many other countries. Uh huh. Well, Kosovo is recognized by quite a bunch of countries. Yeah, Kosovo is recognized by 102 yeah. member states, which is why it got not by not by Serbia though, for sure. Are they not? Are you sure? No. no. Oh, I don't know. I don't think they like each anyway, other. Anyway, anyway, there. You know, we have someone. Most of people have, must have actually even heard uh, of Kosovo, so I would think they should advance. No. I yeah. I guess yeah. I mean, everyone likes a Cinderella story, but I think having not heard of the country, <laughs> it means you're bad at public relations for yourself because there's a lot of little places yes. out there. That get you know they get their name in the news either you know for for good things or bad but some of those countries haven't so I have yeah. Kosovo winning also yeah by the way yeah. I'm glad I spent hours researching all those caucus regions Sorry. that were just referenced in there. yeah but all right so, and by so the way we very specifically said we were only going to do fifty Chester so you were yeah. you, you yes. have only yourself to blame yeah all right so Kosovo yeah. is going to advance to the final play-in for the twelve seed it is going to face the winner of Cyprus versus Northern Cyprus. Way oh. <laughs> so, uh, so very, very briefly, uh, Cyprus is uh, the northern part of Cyprus is is Turkish. Yeah. Most of Cyprus is Greek, and so Turkey supports the independence of northern Cyprus against the rest of Cyprus, um, which is a lot of time saying the word Cyprus in one sentence. So, Kiev, are you picking Cyprus or northern Cyprus? I think I'm going to go with Cyprus. It seems like a more fun place to visit. I don't know. I like people Absolutely. are are always going to Cyprus. I've never heard of northern Cyprus. Very yeah, no. much pro Cyprus, and I have heard of Northern Cyprus, so <laughs> still pro Cyprus. Three hundred twenty-six thousand—that's the population of Northern Cyprus. I don't know how big Cyprus yeah. is, to be honest. I don't think it's that much bigger. Cyprus has one point one seven two million people. Yeah, that's a small country. Yeah. Now I'm not sure. If, well, that's why it's a twelve seat. I'm not sure if that's including, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, Northern Cyprus or not. But all right. Well, so I now imagine we have, there's different counts. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have Cyprus versus Kosovo for the final matchup to be the twelve oh, seed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like juggling still pro ten Cyprus, different countries. Sorry. In one. Yeah. So Kosovo or Cyprus? Who who who's your vote for, Keith? I'm voting for Cyprus. All right. Yep. I All second right. that vote. So con- congratulations, Cyprus. Uh, we wasted Yay! our time discussing a bunch of countries uh, that aren't even recognized, and uh, we ended up with Cyprus, the one that is. All right. So Cyprus is our 12 seed, and this is perfect. After defeating Northern Cyprus, its first matchup, and this is where we're going to start uh, the actual bracket. It's going to face the five seed, Turkey. Cyprus. Whoa. So oh, okay. right off the bat, Cyprus versus Turkey. Um, Keith, what's your take on Cyprus versus Turkey? And, and by Tur- the way, does Turkey have the largest population in Europe? It does, right? If I, mean, I guess no, Russia. What do you mean? It what, does. What was, oh yeah, no. Germany is slightly bigger than Turkey, and obviously Russia is bigger. But that's it. Turkey's third in population. Oh, in terms of population, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Population. Well, okay. Is so, so, so first, okay. So first of all, Turkey and Russia, I did not include in the seating 
the total population of those countries. I only included the portion that is in Europe. So Turkey, the only part of Turkey that's in Europe is what's called East Thrace, which is sort of the western half of Istanbul and then that little area. It's 3% of the Turkish land, but 14% of the Turkish population. So Turkey's population for the purpose of this tournament is about 11 million. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Ultimately, this is about what's the best country in Europe, and Turkey is only partially in Europe. Well, so but Cyprus the, isn't really in Europe at all, or well, Cyprus partially. is literally in the Middle East. Um, but somehow, like, but Asia doesn't claim Cyprus, whereas Asia definitely claims Turkey. Well, they do. Yep. That's 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 why they're that's why they were in the plan in the Eurasia plan. I I just I I mean, listen, neither of these can win because I think you really actually have to be in Europe to to really make it far. Okay. At least for my bracket, but I'm going to have Cyprus over Turkey here. Yeah, you know, I'm not dis- going to disagree. Um, you know, Erdogan is a monster, obviously. Um, I think it's Erdogan, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. It is. All right. Now, my, my I think Chester islands. Just, Chester just reads. He doesn't listen. He doesn't know names. Yeah. He just he, he <laughs> reads them. All. Here, here's my hot take. Islands are always more famous than they deserve to be because, like, when you look at a map, the islands stand out. Yeah. Also, so, like, also the, as vacation spots. So it's like, oh yeah, you know people who've, you know, who go to well, Cyprus. but hold on. But let me put it this Armenia. way. Okay, but you don't know anybody who's ever been to Mozambique, but you could identify Mozambique and you couldn't identify many other African countries. Listen, I'm from the greatest island, long. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I know, well, by the way, uh, if Turkey wants to win, if we do this again in 2020, next year, you know, maybe free like some members of Ennis Cantor's family and then maybe we'll let Turkey advance. But as yeah. long as they've got like their star athlete's family like in jail, I don't think it's a great sign for the country. Yeah. And by the way, just I'm not sure opinion. if Cyprus is going to go too much further in this tournament, but I no, just want to point so out. Either. I just want to point out us. there is only one non-UN member state that doesn't recognize Cyprus and that's Northern Cyprus and they beat them. And there's only mm-hmm. one UN member state that doesn't recognize Cyprus and that's Turkey and they beat them. So Cyprus is already like on cloud nine for their performance yeah. in this tournament. Oh, this is a win. This whole thing is yeah. a win for them. And by the way, uh, they might be advancing further when you see who they're playing next. But anyway. Okay. All right, so, so, so now let's uh, let's go to the top of this region now uh the um which is well so russia you, you advanced you you guys advanced cyprus yeah yeah advanced so cyprus, cyprus is a 12 okay, seed yes. they beat the five seed and they'll play the four seed in the next round but uh, i am pro this yeah. i okay. however would like to like to point out that they keep on giving 12 points to greece in eurovision every single damn year <laughs> and it's it's Terrible. By the way, yeah. can we anyway. just talk about this for a second? Uh, Eurovision is in uh, Tel Aviv next weekend, and uh, Pia is a big Yay. Eurovision person. Chester, um, we all. Are you, you coming? Know? Are you coming to Israel for it? Because my brother, whose apartment is like a block away from where it's uh, <laughs> performing, he was trying to rent his apartment for like these absurd prices. And he no, no, but people aren't able to do it. They were going to bring a, a cruise ship in, uh, and they didn't even need the hotel rooms. They they uh, they canceled it. Yeah. Um, I only go to the Eurovision if if I get paid for it. Otherwise, I watch it. Oh, on could the you, oh she's literally done it, Alex. Uh, you know, she's been like part of the production. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I what I I was reading about this, and Pia could speak to this. This is fascinating. There's so much politics in Europe that it, you, the way it works, Chester, is like after. So I'm I'm you know the Turkish singer, and I perform, and then every country gives me uh, you know they rank their top twelve, and the best one gets let's just say twelve points and. The next one gets 10. The numbers are off, but the idea is correct. Numbers um, are correct. There, oh, the numbers are correct. The, but yeah. there's <laughs> politics, Chester. Some of the countries Unreal. always vote for yep. the same countries every year, which is yeah. insane. It's, yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Honestly, year, it shouldn't be allowed. 12 points to Greece. It should yeah. be allowed. Ridiculous. And obviously, they ha- this happens with the Balkan countries as well. And it's been said it happens with the Scandinavian countries, but of course it doesn't. And, you know, this is, this is it's all politics. Eurovision is absolutely amazing. 
Yeah. That's All right. So so we're going to start with this 8-9 matchup. The 8 seed is Austria. The 9 seed, by virtue of having beaten Georgia, is Armenia. Kiev, Austria's um, biggest, uh, most famous strengths are skiing and killing their Jews. And Vienna is a beautiful city. <laughs> Can I just – this is the opening paragraph from Wikipedia for Austria. Can I just read you this, this sentence? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Austria was involved in both world wars. It started the first one under Emperor Franz Joseph and served as the birthplace of Adolf Hitler, who provoked the second one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nice That's not a done. great first line. If you have yeah. Hitler in your first sentence on Wikipedia, it's not, not ideal. ideal. Yeah, even Germany not doesn't. So good. you know what? I'm saying that Armenia uh, upsets Austria. But, Keith, what say you? I mean, it's tricky because you have a place in your heart for it. Like my grandmother, you know, I wish I could have met her. I never met her. She died of cancer. Um but she was from Austria, so I do feel it, and it was cool to be there. I felt like, uh, you know, my father thought it was it was very. I don't think he's ever been back, and um, a lot of just the P, I don't know if P would know this, but like a lot of our relatives would never go back to Austria or to Germany. Like they, you know, certainly our grandparents, maybe not our parents. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you got like it's it, it is very tricky. Now, I, I part of, I, one of my criteria is honestly this. Which one, if I had to, like, move to one for a year, which one would I move to? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think Austria really beats Armenia here. Yep. You know, I just, I, I don't know how you could make a case for Armenia. And Austria is definitely in Europe, whereas Armenia is questionable. So I'm going to go with Austria. And I guess it's up to Pia to pick the winner. Right. I mean, I absolutely understand that the tradition of cheerful and quaint racism and anti-Semitism is a bit of a problem in a yeah. ranking like this or a yes. like this. But, uh, I mean, they have Vienna, and Vienna is an amazing city. It's like this old countess who has lost all of her money, but is still kind of <laughs> keeping up appearances. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. brilliant. And Austrian airlines play waltzes during boarding. I mean, isn't that an argument? Yeah, and it's pretty good. And yeah, it is a good airline. Yeah, they have Mozart. Yeah. All right, so Austria yep. advances as the eight seed. Uh, they will face the one seed in the next round. All right, now we have the 6-11 matchup. The six, Azerbaijan having uh, uh, beat Kazakhstan. And the 11 seed is Slovenia. Um, Slovenia, we, we talked about, by the way, we talked about Kazakhstan and Borat before. The the current president of Slovenia, his first name is actually Borat. So. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that's Borat, Borat Pahor. Um, so that's Slovenia, the 11 seed against Azerbaijan. Akiv, where are you going on this matchup? Mm -hmm. I have to say... Uh, like I've met some some ladies from Slovenia and they were always very nice and they were always very pretty. I don't know what that does for ah, Slovenia, but okay. I feel like I have like a good uh, history of meeting Slovenian people who are like okay. uh, who are like uh, fun. So you have the 11 uh, seed with the upset here, and and wh what's it facing Azerbaijan? Yeah, which isn't even part. Also, of I loved um, not Zidane, the fake Zidane. Their best player had two Z's. Also, I like that guy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, listen, yeah. we're grasping at straws, Pia. We don't have a big connection to either of these countries, so you gotta like you gotta you gotta stick with whatever. So I'm gonna go with Slovenia because because the pretty girls I met from. All right. By the way, continuing in my uh, performance of reading sentences from the opening paragraph on Wikipedia, Slovenia okay. has Slovenia has the following sentence: "Quote: The human settlement of Slovenia is dispersed and uneven." <laughs> I don't know what that means. What, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. So but I'm like right. So I'm, and... I'm going to vote for Slovenia as well because Azerbaijan is really in Asia. Shouldn't be in this tournament. So Slovenia, congratulations yeah. with the big upset. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. right. And and the last first round matchup in this region is the seven seed Hungary against the ten seed Moldova. Kiev, where are you going here? 
I do think so. So you ever play the um, like Geo Geo Guesser? Have either of you guys ever played the game Geo Guesser on Google? Yeah, where you see the picture. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Pia, what it, the way it works is they uh, they show you a picture that was taken on Google Maps anywhere in the world. And right. you put you 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 literally pinpoint the dot where you think it is on a globe, and, and it it's not the Eiffel and it's not the Eiffel Tower. It's a randomized like. Street. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. It's literally a street. It's, it's a impossible street. Yeah. It's very cool. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. But yes. when but Pia, when people wanna, sometimes there'll be a thread on Reddit or something, which is like, uh-huh. here are like the ten most ridiculous, you know, uh, like Google Maps, uh, and by ridiculous, it's like the ten like worst streets. That look like you know post-apocalypse. Eight of them are in Moldova for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, Keith, can I give you some Moldova yeah. facts? Yes, Moldova. Its facts. economy is the poorest in Europe per capita. It has the lowest human development index in the. Mm-hmm. It is the least visited country in Europe. I want you to guess how many visitors from abroad came to Moldova last year. That's wow. crazy. I don't really have a way to gauge it. I'm going to say way under a million. Yeah, it's way under. It's eleven thousand. <laughs> How's that what? even? They must not let people in then. That's not even possible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's possible. Eleven thousand recorded visitors. So yeah, not ideal. Like what's Pia? What's the most other than like war stuff? Like what's the most famous? What What is something that people should know about Moldova? Can you give us like a positive fact about Moldova, Pia? I have absolutely no idea, and I would not know the country exists at all if we not were not for Eurovision. Yeah. Seriously, I no idea. Absolutely I feel like no the, they have only place to. They have only up to go. I've heard of Tiraspol, which I guess that's their their best soccer team. So it's in maybe the Champions League in the first round or something. But I've never heard of their biggest city, Chisinau, which has six hundred forty four thousand people. All right, so yeah, Moldova's not beating anybody in this tournament. So, okay, so Hungary's going to advance by default, and I'll save my yeah. Hungary commentary for yeah. We haven't even gotten there's like Hungary. Hungary may get its day of reckoning, but it's not coming in this round. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay, now uh, let's go to the southern uh, region now. And we'll start with mm-hmm. the 8-9 matchup. The uh, the 8 seed is uh, formerly known as Macedonia, now known as North Macedonia. Yep, yep. And then and the nine yes. and the nine seed is Montenegro. Yeah. Macedonia, by the way, just changed its name in February due to a dispute with Greece. Yeah, Montenegro, I said who knew it was like, no, 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 it was a yeah. big deal. I knew. Yeah. It, it was a huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Everyone Montenegro, was very, very, very uh, yeah. relieved here in Europe. Montenegro peacefully separated from Serbia in 2006. Anytime countries can separate peacefully in Europe, I think yeah, it's called for celebration. I agree. Yeah. They're really good at water polo. I think they, they won the gold yes. medal recently. That's the na- that is the national sport of Montenegro. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to vote for Montenegro over North Macedonia, but what about you? I, the North Macedonia, is, Macedonia is actually much bigger. Macedonia has 2 million people. Montenegro, as I guess you'd guess from the country that broke away from a small country, is in the 600,000s. Yeah, well, that's why uh, Macedonia I, is I'm trying to think seed. there's definitely an NBA player from Montenegro. Um, for whatever reason, uh, the, uh, Serbia, Croatia, Montenegro, those countries like produce uh, like like crazy amounts of good NBA players. Um, I don't have a strong take, honestly, on either country. But I... Don't you think that Macedonia rebranding to North Macedonia makes them seem smaller? Like Macedonia is a country. Now you're just like the north part of that country. No, and no, I know- no, 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 no. They had to because Macedonia is yeah. in Greece and the Greek 
did not accept them. Well, they wanted to call themselves Macedonia, and the Greeks、mm-hmm. said, "No way, this is not happening." So the poor people went、mm-hmm. around for twenty years calling themselves the former Yugoslav Republic、yeah. of Macedonia, and Yugoslavia doesn't even exist、Fyrom. anymore. Yeah, exactly. They were called Fyrom, the poor, poor thing. Yeah. All right. So, so we, we. So you're saying we should have some, as our people would say, Rachmaniton, and we should have some mercy for them, and.、Uh, And 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 put them. I'll move Macedonia through. I feel I, right, I'm by, happy now. About by the、it. way, Kiev, there are six NBA players from Montenegro. There is、uh, Nikola Mirotic, who is、uh, actively playing right now, of course. Good player. Sasha、yeah. Sasha Pavlovic,、uh, Nick Pekovic, who was on the Timberwolves before he got injured.、Uh, Peja Dromiak. So yeah, quite a few NBA players from Montenegro. Yeah, that's, that's, Very small、uh, that's country. That's a lot for a tiny country. Yeah. Yeah,、uh, so not bad on their end.、Uh, North Macedonia, I do not believe has had any NBA players. So, but、uh, uh, Pia, so you're since both you're、voting. from Finland, can you name the one Finnish? There might be more, but there's one good one. The one Finnish NBA player? Nope.、Okay. <laughs> they they call him the Finisher. That's his nickname. The Finisher. Do they really? Oh, that is、yeah. so crazy.、Yeah. You'd know him if you saw him on the street, because I feel like he'd be the tallest guy there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would be the case. Yes. By the way, he was、no、born、idea. in the town of Vanta. Vanta is close to Helsinki. Oh, well, the,、uh, there was another one who was born in Helsinki who I never heard of, Hano Motola. But yeah, we're talking、yes. about Lord. Oh yeah, he was on the Bulls, maybe I think. Yeah, Metropolitan Helsinki. All right, so you both voted for North Macedonia, so they're yeah, advancing. Yeah, Macedonia. Oh yes, yes,、right. just because they got、okay. got rid of Fyrom. Okay, now we have the five twelve matchup, the twelve seed, the smallest country in all of Europe, with a population of eighty eight hundred and forty two people. Is the Vatican City, the Holy See,、mm-hmm. and it's facing the five seed Croatia.、Um, Which is Croatia is a very popular tourist destination right now. Very hot, right? Yeah, people shockingly、really、good.、There. Yeah, shockingly good soccer team also. They made the World Cup finals with four million people. Yeah, so I'm voting for Croatia over the Vatican. Yeah, I mean Vatican's just not a country. Like I'm not、yeah. insulting the Vatican City. Yeah, you can't like, you can't have 800 people and call yourself a country. Well, we're saying what's the best country? Like you're not a country. And by the way, you want to be a country? Start a soccer team. Yeah, I want to see <laughs> the Vatican soccer team. And take the word like "city" out of take the word、England. "city" out of the name of your country. I agree. I yeah, you can't be a city. That's true. That's a good point. Take city、okay. out of country if you want. To and by the way, even a city. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a tiny part of Rome with some、yeah, guys in robes、exactly. pretending to be an、yeah. actual country. It's、mm-hmm. not. No. By the way, we have、it's、a dynamite matchup, and when I say dynamite, I mean there might literally be explosions in the next round because it's going to be Croatia against Serbia. But <laughs> oh boy, that's, that's what this was. That's what this was. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to that in a second. All right,、uh, the the six eleven matchup, yet another、uh, former part of the Yugoslavia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, is the、mm-hmm. six seed, and the eleven seed is another town that isn't a real country. Is San Marino? San Marino has thirty three thousand people, so a lot. San Marino does compete in UEFA. Like San Marino literally has to go up against like the German soccer team. Well,、uh, can I tell you in nineteen ninety three? San Marino was playing England in a World Cup qualifier and scored a goal eight seconds into the match, which at the time was the quickest goal in history. Yeah, and did they lose six to one after? They lost. They lost seven to one. But yeah, far over are playing in UEFA. I mean, it doesn't. If, if it,、yeah. having a team doesn't qualify you to be a country, does it? No, that's true. But but it, um, so it has very low unemployment, no national debt. Can you tell us who lives in San Marino? Do you know? List all thirty-three thousand. Like, is it? Mo- no, I'm saying, <laughs> is it like、Marinos? Monaco, where like, like, are people moving there because of the financial situation? Like, what's going on? Who's there? No idea. <laughs> no idea. I mean, my take would have been that it's it's probably like the hipster answer for a top five. But you know, let's be honest, no one knows anything about San Marino. Right, Do you know what so- language they speak there, Chester? Chester? 
Yeah, San Marino, San Marino East. <laughs> San Marino. Italian, uh, right? It's Italian, yes, Italian. Yeah. Obviously. All right, so Bosnia, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a city off of... Uh, okay, so Bosnia so and Herzegovina. San Marino against Bosnia and Herzegovina, right? Yeah. Okay. Kiev, who are you picking here? Uh, Bosnia Herzegovina, which is too hard to pronounce, and that will definitely be a demerit in the future. But again, San Marino, like, uh, you know, it's not a country. It's, I'm sure it's a lovely place. We're not knocking it, but it's not a country. Yeah. All right. Not okay. a real and country. No. Last, last first round matchup in this region is the seven seed Albania against the mm-hmm. ten seed Malta. Uh, Albania is a former communist country. It's known as the land of the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Now we're not fans of the Eagles either, the football no. team or the band. <laughs> or the band. We don't like the band, the Eagles at all. Yeah. Um, Malta, by the way, is uh, so Malta. You know how like Sicily is like that little like it looks like the the thing that's been kicked by the boot of Italy. So Malta mm-hmm. is like the two smaller islands that have basically fallen off of Sicily. Yeah. Malta uh, it's, and it's part Yeah, it's part of the British Commonwealth. Uh, Maltese, by the way, is the only Semitic language in the EU. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when I hear of Malta, usually I think of, uh, obviously, you know, the famous novel Maltese Falcon, which was also a movie with Humphrey Bogart. Can I tell you where the term Maltese Falcon comes from? Tell us. On 23 March 1530, Charles V, the Holy Roman Emperor, gave the islands of, of, of Malta to the Knights Hospitaller under the leadership of Philippe Villiers de Ile Adam, who was the Grand Master of the Order, in perpetual lease, for which they had to pay an annual tribute of one single Maltese Falcon. Wow. So, yeah. So, the Maltese Falcons are worth uh, an entire country, apparently. Very valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going up against Albania. Uh, I'm, you know, not a fan of the Eagles, so I'm going to vote for Malta here. You know, Malta's small, but it's it's not absurdly small. It's 475,000 people, which I guess could be like a functioning country. Yeah. Uh, whereas Albania has like 2 million, also very small. Yeah. Um, I don't have a strong take on either one, so I'm going to flip a coin. Uh. <laughs> Don't flip a coin. No? I mean, oh, fine. I'm picking Malta then. Okay. Oh, well All done, right. you. Malta well advances. Done. All right. Now let's Excellent. let's jump over to uh, Northern Europe, where we're in, which is uh, the home of one of our hosts, one of our, our guests today. Uh, the 8-9 matchup, we hop right into both the Baltics and the Scandinavians. The 8 seed is Norway, and the 9 seed is Lithuania. So, Kiev, uh, where are you voting on this one? I'm definitely going with Norway. Uh, um, you know, as a big winter sports guy, gotta gotta shout out my boy Johannes Thingsbo. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, Norway. Norway also just seems to punch above its weight, like worldwide, considering it's kind of a small country. Well, they um, dominate in the Winter Olympics, of course. Yeah. Yeah. They're just not just in sports. I feel like they're just you know they're they're good at getting their name out there. So yeah. shout out to Norway. Um, now, now you know Lithuania obviously has a very significant, or not obviously, has a very significant role for for, for Ashkenazi Jews. It was yes, sort of yeah. You know, a lot of yeah. our relatives uh, are originally from Lithuania. Yeah, and during Vilnius, the 14th century, by famous. the way, during the 14th century, the Grand Duchy of Lithuania was the largest country in Europe. So Lithuania had their moment in the sun. Um, there were a quarter million Jews almost in Lithuania in June of 1941. Uh, four years later, there were almost zero. Um, Percentage-wise, I think they are the winner of the Holocaust in uh, getting rid of their Jews. Wow. Only, well, Norway only didn't Poland. have any Jews, but Norway, which was facing up, there were. I know there were zero Jews in Norway at the end of uh, the Holocaust. Literally zero, not one. But how many were there before? Not so many. <laughs> That's an excellent so question. Probably yeah. like 153. Yeah. So, yeah. so Lithuania, uh, nearly a perfect sweep of their Jews. So uh, bad job by Lithuania, and Norway is going to advance here. I completely agree. Although they do have, have, they do have, they had like a weird, uh, like a, a very large number of uh, Lithuanian people um, who 
you know, risk their life to protect Jewish people in the Holocaust. Yeah, I think, like yeah, I think there's something the like countries. Yeah, I think I think there's like 800 or 900. Like there's there's many many members of the righteous among the Gentiles, which is in Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Memorial Museum in Jerusalem. Any Gentile who you know risk who risked their life to save Jews during the Holocaust is identified as righteous among the Gentiles, and there's like almost a thousand of them from Lithuania. Mm-hmm. But um, that's, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, shout so, out to, to them. Yeah, shout and, out to those and folks, to Vilnius. Yeah. Well, Vilnius yeah. was Vilna, right? Back in the well, well, we call it Vilna, but I think in okay. Yiddish it's Vilna, but in Lithuanian it's Vilnius. Vilnius, so. yes. but it's still yeah. it's still the main city, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right, now uh, let's jump to the five twelve matchup, which is Scandinavia mm-hmm. on Scandinavia, Denmark, which is kind of a poser of Scandinavia because you know it's part of like you know mainland Europe, uh, you know connected to Germany, obviously, but it is technically it's part of Scandinavia. Of the language and the culture, right? Yeah, I mean they don't um, really have there... snow, right? Denmark. What's Say it again? again? They don't really have snow, like as a, you know, at least in comparison to Finland, they, Norway, and Sweden, right? They rarely have snow, and they yeah. can't deal with it either. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's embarrassing. To not have to be yeah. in Scandinavia, to not have snow is embarrassing, honestly. Yeah, well, we yeah. Think now, so, now we actually, were, you yeah. know, we were talking about the Holocaust. We have to acknowledge. I think the Danish did the best of saving their Jews during the Holocaust. You know, they put them mm-hmm. all on boats and sent them across to uh, to where to, to Sweden or Norway or one of them, both of them to Sweden. Sweden, because uh, the Nazis uh, occupied Norway. Denmark also gives us Legos, which is a big plus. Um, exactly. Except that I step on them and injure my feet all the time because my yeah. kids leave them everywhere. Yeah. I, I had two. I had two. I had two daughters who never played with Legos, and I like people always talk about that, and I like wasn't familiar with it. And then my sons play with Legos, and uh, now I just step on them all day. All right, so they literally. The after I broke my foot, I stepped on a um, a Lego. And I kicked, I was so mad, I kicked the couch. And I'm like, oh, I think I broke my foot a second time. So yeah, so you deserve it. All right, so they're they're facing the 12th seed. They're facing Iceland, which, as I said before, like islands, oh, oh, islands always sort of kick up. Islands always kick yeah. above their weight. Iceland's population yeah. is less than, oh. like, Malta's. Yeah. Oh. This is tough. How did this happen? This yeah, is Yeah, it's so early. Yeah, I is very so we we spoke before about Croatia being a popular uh, place um, to visit. Iceland is white hot. Yeah, Rob and, and by I, the way, we did the Seinfeld podcast. Rob and I got invited to a bachelor party in Iceland. Spoiler alert! I, I ranked my country because I thought this is a ranking, and yeah. you are uh, no. I'm play. My number one is playing against my number six. Oh, wow. wow! Don't Early tell us round one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess we'll know when you have a winner. Super super uh, fan Robbie, by the way, also had his bachelor party in Iceland. Did he really? Yeah. Now, Iceland is um, the number one uh, in the world in median wealth per adult, number one in the Global Peace Index. It's run completely mm-hmm. on renewable energy. Uh, so a formidable opponent, but uh, I'm going to vote for Denmark over Iceland. Keith, what about you? I'm an Iceland guy. My only ba- The only bad part of Iceland is famously in the Mighty, in the Mighty Ducks 2. Like, there's yeah, no reason the they bad should guys. have that team. Yeah. They're the bad guys in Mighty Ducks. I, I do want to go there. I'd love to go to Reykjavik. They also have, like, Sigur uh, Rós and a lot of musicians, considering it's such a tiny country. Uh, they really, they really punch above their weight uh, culturally. By the um, way, another guest, former guest on our podcast, Shamir Simon, just messaged me an hour ago that he's going to Iceland this summer. So. Well, you didn't go to Robbie's bachelor party. That was in Iceland, right? Oh, no, I did not. So you've never been. Uh, have you been to other than uh, the, like some of the? Have you been to almost every every one of these countries we've discussed? I mean, I, I know you haven't not, been to like Moldova. I haven't been to many of the Eastern European ones. I've been to almost every one of the Western European ones. Iceland being one where I've not been to, which is oh, you've never been. Wow. wow, no, and this needs to happen. How would you ASAP. get there when you were growing up in Finland? How do, how how easily could you get from Finland to Iceland? 
Well, go to the airport, take a plane, eh? <laughs> oh, so it's not, you can't drive there because it's an island. Okay. That well, makes well, sweetie. <laughs> You go to bed a boat. I mean, there's probably short, short. Well, boat trips. yeah. But well, maybe from Sweden, or but I mean, Finland's like on the wrong I side I of Scandinavia. Map in my head, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. so well, I agree. Who, Both these countries uh, could, uh, but I got Iceland beating Denmark. All right, so Pia, you're the tiebreaker. Oh God, I don't know what to do because you know Denmark. They have Legoland. They have a literal amusement park dedicated to Legos, mm-hmm. which is like absolutely amazing. Also. Special mention to the greatest troll in history must have been the Viking who called a huge landmass of ice Greenland. Yeah. yeah. I, I, come on. It's amazing. On the other hand, you've got Iceland and the trolls and a very nearly a living language museum because they speak mm-hmm. like Viking Norse. And beer has been legal since 18, uh, 1989, which is a plus. I, I don't know. I think I need to go Iceland. and. Oh, oh wow! Sorry, yeah. This is tough. I know. Sorry, there should almost be like a second chance tournament. This is yeah. an edge oh, of extinction. Totally. Yeah. 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 Wow. All right. Let's uh, let's let's move on to uh, the favorite son of uh, one of the people on today's podcast, Finland, the sixth seed, going up against <laughs> Est- going up against Estonia, the eleven seed. Estonia oh is my, my least is my least That's favorite of the Balkans. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah, let's just say, move vote for Finland and move on. Yeah, Finland's going to be an hour here. No offense. Yeah. Estonia's no, 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 fine. No, 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 stop, stop, guys, what? guys. Oh, no. On my ranking, Estonia was way ahead of Finland. But you're from oh, Finland. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Disloyalty from the Finn. Oh, that is I true. She did leave. Left. Yeah. I thought, I thought out of, like, pity we were going to have to put Finland in the final four for you. Oh, God, no. no. I mean, the Finns obviously have Lori, who are the best winners of Eurovision ever. But on the other hand, it's basically an island without the fun bits. It, like as I was growing up, the only train going to a foreign country from Helsinki went to Leningrad. I mean, that's called trauma, ladies. Now, and fin- so Euros. then I have a question for you, Pio. Finns are ranked the happiest people in the world. So how do you explain yeah. that? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're always ranked in all those things. It's like fin- yeah. well, it's all the the Nordic countries are top it's five. Finland was Finland. Finland was number one in 2019 for the second year in a row. They were number one in 2018 as well. Yeah, isn't that just like standard of living? Are the Finns actually happy? It's, it's, it's self-reported. Yeah, maybe they're happy you left. You're <laughs> yeah. crashing them. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They got rid of their, uh, their I mean, haters. Yeah. The, but it's hilarious that you have Finland and Estonia go, going against each other because, you know, the Finnish language is part of the Finno-Ugric languages, which is a tiny little language group consisting of Finnish, Estonian, Hungarian, a couple of like languages spoken by three grandmas in somewhere in Russia. So you have the brothers going against each other. I'm totally, I'm voting for Estonia. What are you voting? Wow. Are oh, we're going to have Finland. No offense <laughs> yeah. to your home. But uh, okay, uh, the people fine. in Finland, uh, does, what percentage of people in Finland, if you had to guess, speak English? 98. Oh, okay, fine. Oh, Isn't that true for mo- yeah, most of Western and Northern Europe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, yeah. I had five languages in school, including Finnish. Yeah. What do you speak? English, right. Ger- English, German, Finnish. What are the other languages you speak? French, Swedish. Swedish is the second official language in Finland. And now okay. I've, I'm mucking about with Spanish, so I'm, I'm working wow. on my sixth. Okay. Moving on to number six. Very impressive. Yeah. Keith, how many languages <laughs> do we speak? Half? <laughs> I mean, I know like I know that. English good. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. La- Listen, last. If you grow up in Finland, you you gotta learn languages. There's no no way someone is learning your language. All right. Last first round matchup in Northern Europe. It is the seven seed Slovakia against the ten seed Latvia. 
Ooh, I thought we'd get Slovakia versus Czech Republic. That would have been a juicy matchup. Yeah, yeah, see, what, this, this was a Finland-Estonia one there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm, I will not say uh, who the winner of this could face, but, uh, you know, we'll find out. But all right. So, so this uh, Slovakia Lat versus whom? Latvia. Yeah, uh, Slovakia is going to be Latvia. No offense now, to Latvia. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to I me, look, to me, Latvia is, you know, the birthplace of my grandfather, so I, I have to give it a little nod. Uh, mm -hmm. Can I give you, so I did a, a, a um, report on a country in fifth grade. It's a country that no longer exists, Czechoslovakia. Yeah. But um, Ch yeah. Czechoslovakia existed from 1918 to 1939, and then from 1945 to 1993. Now, what happened between 1939 and 1945, you ask? Well, hmm. it, there was a separate, the first Slovak Republic, which was a totalitarian, fascist, one-party client state of Nazi Germany. So, bad job by the Slovaks uh, during World War II. Uh, I'm going to vote for Latvia, not that they did so well in World War II either, um, but I think that Pia already said her tiebreaker vote is going for Slovakia. Is that correct? Yeah, well, I would think yeah. so, because I, mean, I, I grew up in Finland. I grew up like right across from, from uh, Latvia and Lithuania, and I still can't keep them apart. Yeah. I'm sorry. And by the way, the the, uh, the two seed in the uh, in Northern Europe is the Czech Republic. So in the next round, we're gonna have the Czechs against the Slovaks, the Serbs against see, the Croats. We need to do this. Yeah, we're gonna have some yeah. great battles uh, in the wow. in the thrifty in the thrifty thirty two if we ever get there. All oh right, let's God. get to the yeah, let's get to the last oh, yeah. region here, uh, Western Europe. We're gonna start with the eight nine matchup. There's a real drop off between the the, the top eight uh, in terms of the seeds in this region because Ireland is the eight seed with almost five million people. The nine seed Luxembourg has uh, about half a million people. It is the world's only remaining Grand Duchy, and um, it is our nine seed Luxembourg against Ireland. Um, Kiev, Ireland's going to win. Let's save time, right? Uh, yeah. Although, P, I don't know if you know, we ranked the flag. We ranked every country's flag a couple years ago. I read about this and I never listened. I'm so mad. I never listened. You could go back, but yeah. Luxembourg has our a very nice flag. I just, I just want to yeah. shout out Luxembourg's flag. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah, and I just want to remark that there are like silly tiny ones in Europe and proper tiny ones, and this one is a proper tiny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're one of three European capitals, I think, right? Yeah, and I mean, the only thing about them is they 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 uh, try to uh, tell us that look that Luxembourgish would be a language. It's not. <laughs> it's not a thing. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. It's a German dialect. So yes, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. All right. Sp speaking yeah. of European capitals, we have our five seed Belgium going against the against our twelve seed Monaco. Monaco oh. is not a country. It's a city on the French Riviera. Yeah. It's no, less Belgium than one square mile. Yeah. It's basically a haven for tax avoidance. 30% yeah. of its population is millionaires. It's just rich yep. tennis players who don't want to yeah. pay By the way, can the I just point out, the Monte Carlo, which is like, a, at least according to movies, a beautiful casino, is also the name of like one of the crummiest casinos in Las Vegas, which is uh, yes. very ironic. Yeah, but, I think um, New York, New York the... is not so nice either. Although yeah, yeah, not yeah, great. That's, yeah. that's not the casino. So nice, they named it twice. Poor people in Monaco. All right, Still, so, I completely agree. Too snooty, too rich, and they used to be pirates. I mean, stop pretending. Get a grip. Oh, anti-pirate. Wow, I didn't even All know right. that. Okay, so Belgium, the five-seed advances, mm -hmm. and um, which means they're going to go against their neighbor, uh, the Netherlands, the next round. Oh, um, very good. Yeah. The Benelux uh, battle. Yeah, exactly. All right, okay, now let's go to the 6-11 matchup. It's Portugal against Liechtenstein. Mm. Uh, Portugal, Leash Figo, and that stupid soccer team let me down many, many times. <laughs> Um, Liechtenstein again, fewer than forty thousand people. By the way, I uh, met. I was I was by the Western Wall a few years ago, and the Liechtenstein soccer team was playing Israel, and they 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 went to visit, and I, and they were I there at that time for a few minutes. They were all they yeah. were all there. They had clearly been instructed not to speak out of respect because like they didn't want to talk. But I was just like, oh. hey, it's okay. You guys can talk. Yeah. You won't get in trouble. Uh, yeah. And then I wished that I said worst of luck, and they laughed, and I walked away. Now Liechtenstein was once known as a billionaire tax haven, but they're working on that. Mm-hmm. 
and they got some pretty mountains. Um, but you know, it looks like I a th- very nice country, but uh, it's a little too small for our purposes, I think. All right, so Portugal's going to advance here. Well, you think Liechtenstein? First of all, I'm a big Portugal guy, so you're not really going to be able to talk to me about Portugal. I, this is also very, very close from from me, but I have to remark that, or, or yes, remark that that uh, the uh, people in Liechtenstein—it's called Liechtenstein, by the way—it's an actual principality with an actual prince, which I find quite quaint and lovely, and they have left all of the military matters to Swiss, which, in my opinion, is an extremely wise move, and more of us should do that. Well, the Swiss but are known you, for their military, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, but well, speak of the devil. advance Portugal, it's fine. Okay, that's our also, last matchup. Liechtenstein, they don't need our, our approval. They, the average salary in Liechtenstein is 166000 Monaco yeah. and Luxembourg are the only, and Bermuda, and that's not even necessarily Bermuda's money. Uh, are the only ones over 80. They're over twice as rich as every other country in the world. Yep. Yeah, they're doing okay. So, they All don't right. need our help. They're doing fine. All right, so the, la- the last matchup in the first round is the seven-seed Switzerland against the ten-seed Andorra. Andorra is wow. a tiny town in the Pyrenees between Spain and France. It has the <laughs> highest life expectancy in the world. Uh, now, here's a weird thing. It's governed by two co-princes, one of whom is the president of France. Now, the people of Andorra don't get to vote in France, in France, and yet who the French vote for becomes their own prince. So Emmanuel Macron, not voted for by anyone in Andorra, is currently the co-prince of Andorra. Um, but you know what? I'm voting for Andorra over Switzerland because, uh, you know, say what you will for national socialism, at least it's an ethos. And the Swiss, their policy of neutrality in the face of pure evil, I still don't forgive them. So I'm voting for Andorra. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't. They don't want to be part of this. They want to be neutral here. So I yeah. also. I but but I, I wouldn't. If I, was, if I was Andorra, I wouldn't get too excited. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, Andorra I'm, has a tough matchup in the next round. I'm with you guys because I have still not gotten over up until Inelorden granting women the right to vote in local elections in 1991. 19 bloody 91. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, when wait Switzerland didn't allow women to vote till 1991. It's it was it's one canton like one state of Switzerland. Oh, okay. The, the Swiss women in general, I think they got the the right to vote in uh, in in general elections in 1967, which was desperately uh-huh. late as well. But there was one canton, one of the states, who then finally agreed to let us participate in their local elections in 1991. Wow. Goodbye, Switzerland. Yeah. Nice knowing you. All right, now, Keeve, um, we're, we're at the hour mark, and we're at the, we finally made it to the uh, Thrifty 32, as we like to call it here on 32 Fans. Mm-hmm. We haven't even mentioned all the, all, like, the big seeds who got the first-round yes. buys, your Germany's, your, your Italy's, UK. Yeah. yeah, UK, France, etc. You know, this wasn't planned, but I think that we chopped this into a two-parter, and uh, if Pia's available next week, we, we, uh, we come back next week. And uh, we, we jump into our round of Thrifty 32. We've, we've gotten rid of all the countries nobody's ever heard of, and now we can get serious. P, is that okay with you? And if and if, if for whatever reason you're not available, you could also send us your ranked choice and we could just use your... Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure we can find another guest. Are you kicking guest. me off the podcast, yeah. Akiva? No, I want you to come back, but I also don't want to... I No, you were wonderful. I just don't want to make you feel like you're obligated to come back. If so you, you want to you do, do this next week? Or whenever. Same. We could continue part two when, when all three of us are available. It could be yeah, next we, week, we have, two weeks. We have, our th- we have our 32, our thrifty 32. We have the survivors of the early round carnage. And it's time to get serious. I think you know. I think this is a this is a good idea. If you just, if, I mean, if if next week same time would be okay for you, it's okay for me. I don't know the exact time. We could work that off yeah. off air, but I, I'm sure we sure. could work something out. Chester and I have uh, lovely. Have, 
All right. So, uh, Pia, thank you so much for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, Pia. You really crushed it. Uh, you, you know, you brought a little too many facts and, and not enough, oh, you know, smoking hot takes that were based on nothing, like uh, which one has a better sports team. But we'll still appreciate it. Yeah. We were looking for more xenophobia and ignorance, but we'll work on it next week when we get jump into the round of the Thrifty 32. Mm-hmm. I shall try to do better. Yeah. All right, Keeve, I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.